Welcome to our Panimi, this is Saratova Best, Parshas Nayach. Start with a little vart that we say every year. Lubavitcher well, Rebbe says that, that Nayach is a Kalamut Nevach. Very Excuse me, Saratova. Yeah. Saratova, excuse me. Yeah. I want to ask you, could you stand up? Welcome to our Panimi, this is Saratova Best, Parshas Nayach. Lubavitcher well, Rebbe says it's a Kalamut Nevach. Very sad, kind of dark, confusing, messy week because it's the week of the mabel. There's a reason for the mabel. Why would Hashem bring a, a, a flood on the world? The ultimate reason is it's the flood of Mashiach. It's a giant mikvah that washes the world. But that's the long-term plan. The short-term plan and the short-term reason is because the world got so bad and so evil and so corrupt and the corrupt people were were being were given a large measure of success and they were able to just expand their plans and expand their plans and expand their plans and essentially they were running the world the evil corrupt people and so at some point at some point Hashem came in and destroyed that world. Now, he obviously allowed them and he created an atmosphere in which he made it possible for them to run the world. Um, and that's the way it went then. Actually, someone sent me a little funny picture and it's a picture supposedly of Nayach and he says, uh, it says something like, he was the first conspiracy theorist, or the first conspiracy theory. You know, everybody considered it a conspiracy theory. Like, wait, how can a China, a flood, building a, a Teva, wait, wait, you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're off the wall, you need medication, you need something, you're weird. You know, get with the program, you and your conspiracy theories, until it rained. And then they were forced to apologize, I guess. But I guess it wasn't a conspiracy theory. So that's the energy of the week, that the the evil comes to an to a head, and then Hashem. It's not that Hashem steps in because Hashem is in charge of the whole thing, but then it moves to the next phase. So in general, if you if you ask people to honest, be honest with you, and you ask them how they're feeling in this week, there aren't a lot of people um, who are just glowing. Um, maybe people, well, the only people who would be glowing are the people who can really, really see um, the Mashiach potential through the clouds. That's the union of the Keshet, of the, the rainbow, that the clouds are very thick and you can't see, they cover over the sun. There's 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 light. There's the ultimate light that warms and gives warmth and light and safety and security and makes everything work. But when the clouds cover it, you don't see any of that. And the rainbow, which unfortunately the sign of the rainbow has been adopted by the people who stand in the very core of that corrupt philosophy. Um, but so the rainbow um then in the real rainbow enables the us to see through the cloud and for the light of truth to actually shine through the cloud 
So it's a complicated week um, on an emotional level, etc. But the Rebbe says, but towards the end of the week, it becomes it starts to become happier because we start to live with Avram Avinu. And then next week is Lech Lecha, and it becomes even happier. So good things on the way. And, of course, the ultimate is the rainbow is the rainbow sign of Mashiach. So it's a dual reality. So we're just going to do a little piece of the Devar Malchus. Um, I see here, where we, you know, a small piece of the beginning. The thing about Parshas Nayach is it's from the word Menucha. So everything that I just said, there's a flip side. Nayacha derucha. It is essentially um, a cessation. You know, you stop working, and then and then you have then Nayach is a, in a way Menucha, like Shabbos. So you step into a level of peace, a level of Menucha. So. The truth is that that Nayach is um, a very general week. Just like Shabbos Bracious is a general week, the whole year is included in Bracious. The whole year is included in Nayach. It kind of is a template for what's going to be. But there are two kinds of templates. Because one template is the one where, you know, it's all in theory. You didn't practice anything. You didn't test it. You know, it's a nice theoretical model. In theory, it should work. If it doesn't, throw it away. That's the story of, 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 <laughs> that's the story in the Torah. Nice theoretical world, gracious Baralakim, Esther Shemai Vitharis. If it doesn't work, you throw it away. So we threw it away. Then, there's the necessity for a more sturdy world. One that can look the darkness in the eye, be in the center of the darkness, and at the same time, be in light. In other words, that world, you don't have to throw away. It's a world that's light, but it immerses itself in darkness, and you don't have to throw it away. It doesn't have to self-destruct. It doesn't have to be destroyed because it's a sturdy world. Where does that sturdy, where does that theoretical world come from? Parshas Bracious. Where does the sturdy world come from? Parshas Nayach. So, um, and as 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 the piskam, the saying of our rabbeim, the mishteltus Shabbos Bracious, as I get to the way we set ourselves up on Shabbos Bracious, that's the way it goes a whole year. You can say that about this coming week too, on a different level. That's not the words that our rabbeim use. They say it about Shabbos Bracious, but you're essentially. On Shabbos Bracious, you're setting the template for the whole year. Because on Shabbos Bracious, you're still in Tishrei, a month of pure Kedusha, but it's Shabbos Mavarchim Marecheshvan, so you're entering the work world, and, you have, and you're in both places at the same time. That's like this generation, the Darashvi. You're in both places at the same time. I said yesterday, but I never uploaded that shear, that when this fellow Gili was becoming firm and he had a dream in which he saw himself going higher and higher up to Avinu Shabashamayim, and different Tzaddikim encouraged him, yes, go higher. And on the way in this dream, he encounters the Labavacharebbe. 
And whoever puts out a hand in the stream and as if to say, stop, stop, don't go further. What? And he's negotiating. Rebbe, I want to go higher to Abina Shabbat Shemayim. So, but the Rebbe indicates stop. But I want to go higher. And the Rebbe indicates with his hand, his finger, down. Go down there. That's the place of the real Avaita. That's where we're doing it. Not up there. That's the Darashvi. You're in both realities at the same time. So, um, when, when, when it comes to, I'm sorry, just we have music entertaining the street and I don't know why. Okay. Somebody in his car decided that everybody likes his music. Okay. So, so we understand that Shabbos Nayach is a general Shabbos because where do we see the difference? The Shabbos Bracious, you're looking at the world in potential, the year in potential. Shabbos Nayach is, you have the potential template, and now you've tried it out for a week. You see the shoes online, you bought them, and they allow you to wear them for a week. And then at the end of the week, they ask you, well, do you still like them? If yes, keep them. If no, full refund. Imagine that. You're allowed to wear them for a week or just wear them in the house. Wear them in the house. Wear them as much as you want for one week and then then evaluate. That's Parshas Nayach. Try the plan for one week and let's see how it works in the world. So the interesting thing is but this is your Tavshin Pei Base, which means Klaus Bakol. Wonders in every single thing. It's like embedded journalists. Every single thing we look at has an embedded miracle in it. Does it feel like that? I don't feel that. <laughs> I have not noticed it, but we know it. Well, that's called an embedded wonder. An embedded wonder is so embedded you don't see it. That's number one. And number two, if it's a Pella, it's one of those kind of miracles that are so high that you have to have special uh, special uh, equipment to be able to see it. It's like, what? Pella is like, what? When the Rebbe would say, Pella Dover, what? Shocking that you would think such a... Right, just like wondrous, like what? That's a Pella. They're very high miracles, but they're like what? That you call a miracle? Because it comes appearing from such a high frequency, it comes appearing sometimes as not exactly a miracle. So this is a year when those are embedded in everything. So it can lead to a lot of very confusing energy because. You're looking a lot of stuff at a lot of stuff that doesn't look like miracles there because they're embedded and they're not miracles. They're they're not just nisim and the flow. They're they're plaos. So it can lead to a lot of lack of clarity. Now put that together with Parshas Nayach, the flood, the bilbul, and it's just kind of a blurry confusion of 
what in the what in the world is going on? So if anybody feels that this week, well, you're in tune. Live with the times. But it's all for the purpose of the great reset. Not the great reset that the sad guys have in mind. The great reset that Mashiach Tidkenu has in mind. For that, you have to kind of go through the clouds because it's also from a high frequency. So here we are, and we'll see. I don't know if we'll do it today, but we'll see how in the Parsha it speaks about a new heaven and a new earth that comes out when Nayach came out of the Teva, out of the Ark, he saw a new heaven and a new earth. How do you get a new heaven and a new earth? You have to have a you have to have the great reset, don't you? And you have to put the world through a mikvah. And out comes a new heaven, a new a new world. But it has to be titled in the mikvah first. Forty saw of water, forty measures of water to come out brand new. So how do we see the connection to the Parsha? Um, both last week's Parsha, Bracious, and this week are about the creation of the world and the existence of the world. Last week, Bracious Bar Lakim is Hashemai V'sa'aret. Eilat told us Hashemai V'sa'aret V'sa'aret It speaks about the promise. Last week speaks about Hashem said, I'm creating the world. This week speaks about the promise that I will keep the world going. Last week, I'm going to make this world, and I made it, and I'm telling you how. This week, don't worry, I'll keep it going. Which is very interesting, because in a world in which current events certainly make it look like, if we did not know, if we did not have access to Tyra, God forbid, if we didn't, it sure would look like we're approaching the end of the world. It will self-destruct. So, by definition, when Hashem is creating this incredibly cryptic, high-frequency world, brand-new world, and He's doing a great reset through the flood, through the mabel, He then gives you a promise. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not going to keep doing this again and again and again. This world will sustain so on some level, Hashem promises he's not ever going to do a flood again, a mobble again. Although very interesting, on the day this year of the creation of the world, on Chafei Elo, we did have quite a mobble in New York. And for some people it was, God forbid, it was fatal. We did have quite a flood. And it was in a matter of minutes. Rain, lots of rain, lots of flooding, very quick, flash flood, out of nowhere. The women were all crowded into 770, and boom, it just happened. So, um, the difference, again, between last week's world and this week's world is how it's created by Hashem. Um, because Parshas Bracious is speaking about the wholeness of the world 
And the focus last week is Hashem created it. Can't get better than that. God himself created the world. So it's the real thing. Impartious gracious. However, because God himself created the world, when it goes down from the level that it's supposed to be at, the, the level that he wants it on, it just won't, it can't be sustained. It's going to break. Because Hashem has high standards, you could say. So when it descends, it breaks. And that's why it says Hashem saw that there was too much evil in the world, and he was sorry, so to speak. And he said, I will wipe out the world. Parshnayach, speaking about the wholeness of the world in itself. Last week, he created the world. We're not up to snuff. It, it falls apart. This week, it's a world that comes from us, more from us. A world that comes out of the darkness. It's a world that's born out of darkness. The other one was, it's true, the there was Tayu and Vayu, there was, the world was unformed, there was no world that was unformed, and Hashem created it from unformed. But it wasn't evil. It wasn't anything. It didn't exist. And then this week, out of the evil, is born a world. So that even in a very low state, Hashem gave us the Kayach to purify the world. Even when it's very bad, and we're very bad, He gave us the Kayach through Tshuva to, to purify the world. When He put the, you know, the cloud on the world. Um, so, when it enters my mind, so to speak, says Hashem, to bring darkness in the world, well, guess what? I'm saying, I'm just going to stop there for a second. It's, it seems to have entered Hashem's mind at this moment to bring darkness to the world because it's spiritually incredibly dark. Because Rishayim Gaivrim, because the evil people, the evil globalists at the top, who have very anti-Torah plans that are lots of plans, very anti-Torah plans, and they're just releasing them piece by piece by piece. They just give you the small pieces at the beginning. And they have much bigger plans. The darkness is that they're succeeding. And Hashem is giving them the ability to succeed. So it's spiritually very dark. And the other half of the darkness is that they have half of the world brainwashed so that they don't even realize it's dark. So the darkness is that the evil ones are successful in the world in promoting their evil plans and that half the world doesn't even know what's happening and they can do it in broad daylight. Half the world doesn't even, doesn't even see. They're like, I don't know, I don't see that there's anything wrong. That's the real evil. That's the real darkness. And so in this situation, Hashem comes along and he brings the keshes, the rainbow. And it reminds us, it gives us hope 
there will be a, sus- a sustaining of this world, but the world is going to turn into the world of Mashiach. But through the Avaida of purifying the world, this very, very, very low world run by the bad guys at this moment in history, a corrupt government, corruptly put in place, falsification at every point, all lies, a, a government based on, based on toothpicks, built with toothpicks and lies, and it's standing, and it keeps on standing, etc., etc., and world governments based on toothpicks and lies that are standing, that's called deep spiritual darkness. And in the middle of this, you have Naisa Derucha. Hashem creates a situation of, he gets nachas. He has nachas in the center of this, and he creates um, a, a, a peace in this. In the midst of this, Nishlam In the midst of this, his his desire to have a world is fulfilled. So he's not saying, "I'm really, I really regret that I created this world." That's done already. He did the flood. He said, "I'm not doing a flood anymore," and I know what I'm doing, and it's very complex. And because Hashem's plan is coming from such a high frequency. It's hard to understand it. Or to say it in one more way, Parshas Bracious emphasizes mo- mainly the situation of the world as it comes from the Kaban El Yaina, from Hashem's plan. Parshas Bracious is the world as it comes from Hashem's plan in potential. Parshas Nayach emphasizes the world as it comes through our falling and then cleaning up the mess from below. So Parshas Bracious is more Hashem does the work. Parshas Nayach is we do the work. Parshas Bracious is he creates a world. Parshas Nayach is we create a world out of the ashes. But in the lowest, lowest world, but there's nothing lower than that, in a world that Malaha Aretz a world that's filled with anger and is filled with evil, as it says in Tanchuma. Malaris Hamas. In such a world, you have a situation of Biru and Zichuch, Elam Chadashra. In such a low, very evil, very depraved, very um, trans world, pro trans world, in such a world, a brand new world comes out. Eilam Chadash He came out in the Teva and embraces Rabbah on, on, on the Parsha. He, Nayach came out of the Ark and he saw a new world that came out of the destruction. And so, when we do our Vaita in Parshas Nayach, what is added? We see the Nayach Matachin Avaya. At the end of the parsha, we understand about Nayach. Nayach Matachin Avaya. Let's just look for a second at the words. When Hashem created the world, Rashis Bar Elokim, Elokim. Who created the world? Elokim. Who's Elokim? God. But God in what way? 
when he wants to embed himself in the world. So he created this world with the energy in which he's embedded in the world. That fits. How many times? 32 times the word Elohim in my Sabratius. Because Hashem created the world through Hashem Elohim. Balo Yechaylas Ubal Kula. A level of Hashem that fits into the world. We know this, this pretty average thought. At the end of the Parsha in, in Bracious, it says, Bayom Asaf Havaya Lakimeret Vashamayim. So the word Havaya, the name Havaya does appear a little bit, but as it's concealed in Elohim, mainly Hashem creates the world in Bracious through the part of him, Elohim, that fits into the world, gives room for there to be a world. He's embedded in the world, embedded journalist, embedded creator in the world. And he creates the world through enclosing himself, embedding himself in nature. And that's why his name, Havaya, which is miraculous, above nature, is not revealed in the creation. Look at, you know, look at a flower. No, don't look at a flower. Look at uh, look at a shovel. You see Hashem? Not really. Why not? That's the way he makes the world. He does it through Elohim. The Chiddush in the Avaida of Nayach, not just the Parsha of Nayach. What's the Avaida that we're doing this week? Matachain be'ene Havaya. What's revealed in the world? The world that's created through Shem Elohim. What do we start to see? You look at a shovel, you see Shem Havaya in the shovel. You see Hashem's past, present, future, infinite self embedded in that shovel? Yeah. Meaning in the world itself, as it's created by Hashem, through Shem Elohim, what do you see? You see the godly spark. You see Havaya in that world. You see the godly spark that's hidden in everything, the embedded, uh, Hashem embedded in every single thing in the world. And that is called Havaya Hu Elohim. Hashem as he is way above the world. Completely miraculous. At the same time, he doesn't just, there isn't just room for him to go into Elohim. He becomes Elohim. He merges his two selves. He merges his two, his two identities. Above the world, in the world. Havayu Elohim. Havayu Elohim. Hashem Elohim. Hashem Elohim. Hashem Elohim. Hashem Elohim. Hashem Elohim. Elohim. Seven times. Mashanabab Yushalayim. When do we say that? Yom Kippur. The last second of the day. That's the last thing we do. And then, we hear Shifer. And we brought to summation all the tshuva and all the work and all the drawing close to Hashem. That we did all of Elul, all of Rosh Hashanah, all of Esteros, he made tshuva, all of, all of Yom Kippur. And the whole somber part of Avaida is all summed up in Habayu Lakim, Habayu Lakim, Habayu Lakim, Habayu Lakim, Habayu Lakim, Yerushalayim. So where do we know those words from? From that moment on Yom Kippur. And what is what are we not only learning from those words, what are those words creating? But the symptom, the, the symptom, the, the concealment is really not a concealment. If you think that Hashem is hidden, he's really not hidden. His concealment, Elohim, is in truth Havaya, his revelation.
it's concealed and is revealed at the same time. How is that possible? Because the revelation of Shem Havaya reveals that in the world, which is created through Elohim, it's all one piece. It's all one piece. So, and then an even higher level comes. So when we say Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, we say it once, Havayu Elohim. Boom. We unified two different energies, one way above the world and the other one in the world. Why are we going to say it a second time? We did it. Now we live, we move up to the next level of Havaya and bring it down. So now you're going to pull off bigger chunks of above the world reality, pull them down into reality. That's the second time. Then you're going to pull off a bigger chunk, a higher chunk of Havaya and pull it down into the world. And you're going to do that seven times because you're going to keep integrating big chunks of the world that way, of above the world, of Avaya, of godliness. And that's why we say it seven times. So, this, the fact that the world was created with Shem Elohim, and in that is revealed Shem Avaya, where do we see it? Very simple. The Parsha, Hashem says, I'm creating the, the Anan, the um, uh, rainbow, and I will promise you I'm making a bris with you. That's it. Never again destroying the world. I'm making a promise. And it's, this, this will never end. The world will go on forever. So the idea, actually, that it looks like the world is coming to an end, God forbid. Hashem said, no, it can't happen. It can't happen by definition. It says in several places, the way the world works, that it's constant. You know, the sun rises, the sun sets, and the stars and the constellations. What do you see in that? The fact that things just keep going round and round. What do you see in it? The Kayach of Ein which is above limitation, because within the limitation of the world, you have to have things coming to an end, entropy. But here you have So it requires a special contract by Hashem to say, entropy is what I put in nature. But we're going to work, hey guys, we're going to work with a system above the laws of nature. But we're going to embed it in nature. That's how, that's called Havayu Alakim. That happens in Parshas Nayach. And Parshas Nayach will be the template for the whole year. And so, we're just going to sum this up now. So Hashem says, I put the keshes into the cloud. I put the rainbow into the cloud. Why? Because it allows us, what we see is the rays of the sun actually pierce through the cloud. cloud is supposed to block the sun. Can't see the light. The cloud is, huh, hey, guys, the light is coming through the, the concealment. Yay, the light is coming through the concealment. That's called a kesha, the rainbow. And where does it come from? Where does this cloud come from? It comes up from the earth. You know, there's enough water vapor on the earth and it rises up and it creates a cloud. It doesn't create a cloud down here. Well, if it does, it's called fog, but it moves up further. It's called a cloud. So it's coming from the earth, this cloud. It's just rising up, lots of water vapor. Of course it comes from the earth. Of course concealment comes from the earth. 
the earthiness creates concealment. The physicality, which is really, really, you know, that world that Hashem created looking like nature, it will create a concealment. It doesn't want, the shovel doesn't want you to know that Hashem is inside of it. It wants you to think it's nothing but a shovel, and that's it. The shovel is, has been, um, what's the word? Sold. Shovel has also been hypnotized. A lot of un, un, there's a lot of unbrainwashing to do. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, cult busting to do. The shovel has also been, um, given a pact at the beginning of creation. Hey guys, don't tell anybody that Hashem is inside of you. Make it seem like you're just a shovel and there's nothing more and nothing less. It's just a shovel. So if you go to Home Depot and you buy a shovel and you ask the cashier if they see God in the shovel, they'll think you're silly if you're lucky. If you're lucky, they'll think you're silly. They could call, they could call the cops on you these days. You know, they'll think you were taking some illegal substance. What do you mean, God in the shovel? A shovel's just a shovel. Look, we have the whole bunch. Go to aisle 16. There are a lot of shovels there. There's no God in aisle 16. It's just shovels, 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 shovels. That's the pact that the shovel was given. You know, that's the agreement that it had to sign. That's his green passport. You know, you have to have your passport to end to like become a real shovel. The passport says, "I promise not to. I promise not to tell the truth. I promise not to tell the truth that there's God inside the shovel." Until we start getting close to Yemais Mashiach, or unless a Jew comes along and does a, does a mitzvah with this shovel, then permission is given to reveal the truth. But outside of the mitzvah, or outside of learning Tyra, how are you going to know anything about the shovel? Kind of signed on the dotted line. I'm not going to tell anybody the truth. I'm, I'm enrolled in the lie. There's no God in this world. That's a lie. Hashem made the world to be enrolled in that lie. And then he said to us, hey guys, go in and make trouble. Hey Jews, hey Bnei Yisrael, Yiddelech. Go in and make trouble in the world. Make a lot of trouble. Go in and bust open the lie. Reveal that I am in the shovel in aisle 16 of Home Depot. Do misses with me. Learn Tyro about me. Do it. And then in Yemaisa Mashiach, teach everybody else to do it too. How fun is that? So that's what Bracious and Nayach are all about. So, um, and that's, so here's this cloud. So that's what the, 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 the Keshef, the rainbow is all about. It creates a purification in the cloud. The cloud is, you know, that's like the confusion, the confusion that keeps the lie in place. The confusion that keeps the lies about life in place. No, what do you mean? There's no God. Where do you see God? I don't know what you're talking about. You're really, you're really very confused. Maybe, maybe a little, need a little bit of rest. The cloud creates from the earthiness that confusion. And the keshes, the rainbow, bites right through it. 
and just shows you the truth that there's sun and there's sunlight behind it. It busts right through it. It's like the Keshis is like, in a way, like the Yid, who's created to bust through the lie. And, and, and you're a lie buster, right? You're here to, to tell everybody, hey, it's a lie. There really is God in the shovel. So both these things are connected. The existence of the world is emphasized, emphasized by this Keshis, by this rainbow. This is my bris that I put between you, between me, and all all flesh on this earth. What does that emphasize? That in the existence of kol basar ala'aris, in the existence of all flesh, all things in the world, what is revealed? Kayach the animating kayach, the godliness, Guess what happens? What we just said. The truth inside of the physical world gets to be revealed. Everything, what I just said. In the, phys- in the physicality of the world. The same world that's trying to cover up the truth. The rainbow comes along and busts open the, lo- busts open the lie and reveals, reveals what's really going on the whistleblower. The Kesha, the rainbow, is the whistleblower who blows the whistle on the lies and the corruption and tells you, guys, okay, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Don't believe all the stuff they've been telling you. I'm going to tell you the truth. There is a God here. He's in everything. That's the Kesha. That's the rainbow. Um, and 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 Kayach the godliness within everything, Shemahavaisai, that's the union of Havaya. Remember we said, who's inside? Who's inside the shovel? Havaya. Havaya is Haya, Haiva, Yia, past, present, future. All in one shot. Activates. Makes it possible. Shema Etim, the very essence of Hashem. Kayach that creates the world from nothing to something. This is a very fancy Kabbalistic language. I, 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 I can't even say I can translate it. But the very essence of the Creator, from His very essence, he has no beginning and no end and no cause and no effect. That's shown. And therefore, he alone can create a world from nothing. And does. And he makes it possible that in the Yeshagashmi, in the physical world, which really feels like it's real, it feels like it's true, and, it's, and it lives that lie, like the shovel lives that lie, like I'm just a shovel and there's nothing more to me, there's no God, and stop with the thing about God, conspiracy theorists. In that Yeshagashmi, and the, the physical world is very, it's very determined to prove to you that their lie is true. So in this physical world is found the truth, the very, the real, real, real truth, the Yeshamiti. The physical world has a certain ego, like I know, like listen, listen to me, I know what I'm talking about. And yet at the same time, 
the truth of Hashem's truth is in it. Okay, so now we're just going to bring this all to summation. So, this all is unfolding in these few par- parshias. Because, so what, we, what we've been saying until now, this advantage of our Avaida in this week, you're in the darkness, you're swimming in the confusion and the darkness, and there's an advantage over last week, because last week you just had a perfect world, perfect world created by Hashem, but it just couldn't last. And this week we don't have such a perfect world, but it will last, because it goes through the grunge, and you build it up from the, the darkness, and it's sturdy. It, it becomes permanent. Where do you see that? Next week's Parsha, Lech Lecha. And we start to read it on Shabbos. Lech Lecha shows on true progress. You leave behind a situation, and you leave it behind completely. It's over. Gone. Done. You jump to something infinitely brand new. Lech Lecha is the energy we'll see next week to step into something brand new, brand new, brand new, brand new, like Shabbos Precious. The world was just born. The world was just born. Every single second, the world was just born. No corruption, no evil, no nothing. It's born pure. And through that, when Hashem, in Lech Lecha, Hashem takes us to the place that he will show us our essence and his essence. So that means that through the Avaida, in this very low world, what is revealed? The truth of who, what the world is and the truth of who you are. It's a godly place, and you are the godly messengers in this world. And in every situation, even in a very low world, you're one with God. You're one with Hashem. And not only that, through the Avaida of purifying the world, we bring godliness, Elokus, Hashem, into the world more. And this creates halicha, moving forward. Even in the levels of Elokus, it enables us to move forward into the future, into Yemais Mashiach. And it becomes revealed, and what becomes revealed? The truth of the oneness of Hashem. What is the truth of the oneness of Hashem? The truth of the oneness of Hashem is expressed in three words. Well, we know you're going to think Enad Novada, and it is. But here, the Lushan of the Parsha. How do we express the truth? How does the Parsha express the truth of Hashem? Havaya hu Elohim. Hashem Elohim, 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 Hashem Elohim. God, as he is way above the world, no limitations, totally miraculous, merges with him as he is in the world with a very, very plain old world. All one piece. This plain world that is so stuck and so dark and so brainwashed and so sold out and so corrupt and so messed up is shining pure godliness at the same time. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's an oxymoron, but it's the truth and is revealed in this Parsha. Shagam, and this is the last sentence, Shagam Shem Elohim, Shakasher and Briath Island, that the name Elohim, that, that the name Elohim, 
which is connected with the creation of the world. The name Elohim, which is connected with the creation of the world, what is it really? What is the name Elohim through which Hashem through which Hashem creates the world? What is it really? It's true Messias, it's true existence, the Shem Havaya, above the world. So the very same world that Hashem creates through the laws of nature, at the very same time, it's completely one with being completely above nature. So we say, Hashem, we're right in the eye of the storm. We feel it. We know it. We want to experience full fullness of Yemaisa Mashiach. In Yemaisa Mashiach, what will we experience in every fiber of our being? Havaya Lakim. So may, take us through those seven levels. I think you have already. So that should take us to immediately now. Lashana Abba, Yerushalayim.